The Diesel Performance Podcast contains explicit language. Hey guys, thanks for joining us. I'm Paul Wilson. And this is Chris Emke. And you're watching the Diesel Performance Podcast ride along in a thousand horsepower, two plus. wheel drive, thousand, thousand horse plus. plus, two wheel drive, yep. LB7, regular cab, short bed. This is my all time favorite truck. We actually got this truck from Brett Keel, owner of uh, Precision Body Works out of Crystal Lake, Illinois. Absolutely. Brett's a, a good friend of the shop. He did all of the body work on the Apache and the, the Scottsdale, Scottsdale and uh, anything else we've ever needed. Other vehicles that Nick has owned <laughs> over the years. Brett's also built this truck himself and with Duramax tuner throughout the years to be something that's just absolutely nasty. So when we saw him run that 994 yep. at 140 miles an hour, I walked over and said, uh, hey, can we get the keys? We want to drive this thing. <laughs> and and then, he was more than willing. Yeah, yeah. He was more than willing. He so. texted me that night. He was like, when you want to pick the truck up, I'll uh, put the exhaust back on. You'll see in the video, this had a hood stack um, and it had uh, no air filter. It had an air donut with no headlight in the front of the truck. Yeah. That's for the track on the street. He has a full four inch exhaust, four inch exhaust. And he has a nice cowl hood for it to keep it a little bit more streetable and keep it more mainstream. So Absolutely. Also this week while we were out at the track, uh, the boys at Duramax Tuner killed it uh, with a missions equipped class with yep. the uh, LML. The LML clean sweep killed 13, it. 13.1, I want to yeah. say. You know, you got to think that's an 8,000 pound truck. Yeah. Um, you know, making well over 600 wheel horsepower. We had the Scottsdale running low 12s. That truck sports our Stealth G2 yep. over at Duramax Tuner. Um, the Apache. The Apache looked Killing nasty it. Yeah, when it hooked up, man. That's a good looking truck. Uh, so yeah, so it was a, it was blasted Duramax Tuner. Yep. It was a blast to be out there with the guys. Uh, Byron Dragway over here by us has always been a lot of fun, so we appreciated getting out there. It did get me thinking as I saw a lot of guys having some different issues at the track yeah. about one of our sponsors. Uh, so Exergy, yep. Exergy Performance is now sponsoring a new segment with Do's and Don'ts. So they're giving us a bunch of CP3 do's and don'ts that we wanted to share with you guys. So Chris, why don't you hit us with the first don't? Yeah, so don't change or move the high pressure CP3 pump fitting uh, without consulting Exergy. Um, so they send you a pump, leave it alone, install it and run it. You don't need to <laughs> modify what they modified. Um, this can result into a pump failure or poor pump performance if not done correctly. Again, you purchased and invested into Exergy for their knowledge yeah. and their expertise. You're not the expert, no disrespect. But there's some custom builds that might require some of these things to be and, changed or some, some really oddball right. one-off scenarios. But I think that's why they listed here, contact Exergy. Exactly. If you got one of their pumps, call them and talk to them about it. Uh, they will be able to coach you through it. Rick Newberry's probably the most intelligent guy I've ever talked to about fuel systems. Yep. He'll be happy to help. Of course, if you do go and monkey around with it without clearance from Exergy, you're not going to have a warranty yeah. on it. And I think that that's a big part of if if they want you to modify something that they have provided, they can make that call. Um, you doing that without their discretion could result into uh, a termination of warranty on the pump. Um, that's what I just said. So yeah. <laughs> just repeated myself so i saw this thing on facebook the other day where it's like hey i have this really cool trick i can look right at you and not listen to a damn thing you said that just happened all right um what they, are some do's they do always recommend to run exergy cp3 pumps at standard crank speed uh to get the full output potential while maintaining 100 percent reliability so these Exergy pumps, they're tested up to 4,500 RPMs before leaving the facility. Right. So they know that these things are reliable. They know that they can run at 4,500 RPM. Running at 6,000 RPMs is not something that it's tested to. Nope. Um, 
it has, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, 6,000 RPM, they have been tested with no negative effects. However, there's also not a lot of trucks out there that need 6,000 no. RPMs. Probably a majority of our listeners and watchers, uh, your truck is not gonna benefit from 6,000 RPM. Um, there are a couple select trucks, select few trucks out in the industry that do run that type of RPM, but you gotta have an understanding of what it takes engine-wise to make that reliable and the turbocharger setup in fuel setup. So. Well, I think it, it all comes down to knowing where your truck makes power. You right. want to operate your truck, especially in a competition scenario where your truck makes the highest potential peak power. Most turbos do not make their peak power at 6,000 RPM. So that, that's kind of your do's and don'ts oh, from Exergy. The turbocharger, the cam, the cam profile is yeah. what's going to dictate, you know, how the truck's going to make its power and at what RPM. You are correct. However, if you're modifying a truck, and we saw this out at the track as well, yep. uh, if you're launching a truck, if you're drag racing it, if you're sled pulling it, Keep in mind, your axle wrap is a real problem. So yeah. WC Fab, another sponsor of the show, makes these phenomenal traction bars. Uh, they're a great investment to any diesel truck. They totally eliminate axle wrap and leaf spring wrap. So what happens is when you launch the truck, the axle wants to twist underneath it because of all of the high torque with low RPM. Yeah. The traction bars hold that in place and prevent this from happening. And this is a part that's it's taking some abuse, so they are offering a lifetime warranty against bending and breaking. Now, if your truck gets into an accident or something, might be a gray area, but Jason over there, Worley Custom Fab, they're really good with supporting the customer and making sure you're taken care of. And that's why they give you a lifetime warranty. All, their par all of these are TIG welded and come with grade mm -hmm. eight hardware. Uh, if you're looking to get Exergy pumps, WC Fab traction bars, or pretty much anything else for your diesel truck, you also want to consider our last sponsor today, which is Alligator Performance. Yeah. Alligator's been a, a standout uh, customer service center and knowledge resource for the entire diesel community pretty much since we've gotten started in this recent boom of diesel performance. Yep. The guys over there are extremely intelligent. They're extremely knowledgeable about your truck. Mm -hmm. And what's crazy is they're actually happy to help. And they're diverse. I mean, across all the platforms and year ranges, I mean, when you call them, you're dealing with an enthusiast. So, you know, it's really cool to have that support. Absolutely. Thank you to all of our sponsors. We're gonna shut up and get driving. All right, guys. A lot of people didn't think a two-wheel drive truck was going to be able to launch or get the 60-foot times to make any good times for the quarter-mile track. They thought the leaf springs weren't going to do it, and they're probably right. Leaf springs probably can't do it. Um, that's why we went and did a four-link, a custom four-link that Top Notch did, uh, own a Top Notch Auto, did an incredible job doing a four-link on this thing. I've hardly had to adjust it. It goes straight every time with 150, 60-foot times. I like the short bed. It's like driving a go-kart around, driving on the street. You, you know, use it's great. It for daily driving. Yes, yes. All summer long, I'll drive it. Um, even if it's raining out, I'll still drive it sometimes. If it's just a slight chance it's going to rain, I don't care. It's a driver. I do drive it. I got 10,000 miles on the truck since we built it. Nick's done a great job tuning this thing. Um, it's a, it runs great. Just goes. You know, it's never had an issue. Never had a tuning issue. I talked to him, saying, "Hey, can we turn this thing up? See what we can do with it?" And he goes, "It's." It's conservative, what it is, nothing's gonna break, shouldn't break. If you wanna put if I wanna push the limits, you can, but things can start breaking. I said, okay, we're good. We, we did the nines, we're good. <laughs> we have it dialed in great. Uh, it, it lives, it doesn't break stuff. Why do we wanna mess with that? You know, how many guys have a nine second, 140 mile an hour truck that they can drive on the street four, four months out of the year? 
Um, so it's just the reliability at this power level is really impressive to me. It, it's, it's actually, uh, it's lasted longer than I thought it would. <laughs> so the goal was a drivable truck that could dip into the nines. And we knew that from the outset. So we wanted to really put a drivable package together and that's where the stealth compound setup came together. Um, it, it responds great, transient, uh, drives nice on the street, has really good throttle response, keeps the smoke down. The truck has 250% over injectors and you really wouldn't know it driving it. Uh, it's very, very tame, very smoke free on the street and on the track as well. Um, the rest of the setup, you know, it, it, sure it pushes the bleeding edge, but it does it in a way that's strategic. I am insanely excited. I've been talking about it all week. We watched this truck run 994 at uh, Byron Dragway last, last weekend. weekend. Yeah. 140 miles an hour through the trap, several different passes, so we backed it up. A uh, few notes, I, I think we'll get out of the way right away. There is half a roll cage, uh, so we are legal. Above and behind us. Above and behind, so we do got the bars. Uh, so we are legit to go to the track. Brett was driving in the video with one hand. Uh, that's because he was holding on to the alley locker. And so, he's a man. And he's a man, yeah. Um, so that, that just answers some of the, the quick questions we had right away for some of the guys out there. Other than that, what I'm amazed by is we've been in this truck for about five minutes now. You wouldn't really know that it's a four-link suspension underneath. You wouldn't really know that it's 1,200 horsepower. You might not even know that it's twin turbo just cruising this thing at 60 miles an hour. I mean, that's one of the things that, you know, Brett wanted, Brett had an idea that he wanted to build a quote-unquote drag truck, but the truck is only going to be at the track so much, so he wanted to make a streetable, somewhat reliable, fun driving truck. That was the end-all, be-all for yeah. him. So, nailed it. Nailed it, yeah, for <laughs> sure. I mean, you know, him and Nick, uh, the owner of Duramax Tuner, uh, they're very close. They have a, a close relationship outside of business. And they kind of came together and they're like, hey, you know what? This is what I want to build, Nick. And Nick's like, all right, let's 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 go to town. Let's do some homework. Let's make it happen. And we're driving that. Yeah. So It's always fun to get involved with Brett on projects. Of course, he was a big part of all of the body work going into the Apache Max, Max build. The and Scottsdale. Some of the touch-ups yep. on the Scottsdale. That one was pretty clean when we got it. Still needed a little love from Brett. Yeah. Um, when you see this truck, it looks like it came from the factory as a regular cab short bed. Definitely. Like it, it, with it looks four so, With four With four like, for sure. It looks so clean. It looks so fitting. Now, obviously, if you caught the video at the track, he had a different hood on it than what right. we have today. He had the hood stack in here. He had a donut for the intake with no passenger side headlight. Like, again, that's track trim, I would say. Yeah. You also, the, the big wrinkles on it. Yeah. 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 So, so when the big, big when radials. The, when the truck's on the street, it has a full, you know, air filter on it passenger side headlight it has a really nice cowl hood and a four inch exhaust coming off of the secondary turbo all the way back yeah. so um but yeah it, it amazing street manners and i think it is a part of this video you'll also hear nick and brett talking a little bit right. about that brett drives this thing when it rains he drives this thing every day like this is not a a trailer queen by by any stretch of the imagination it, it's so funny because like i have to drive to and from work and i pass brett's shop and you'll see a rainy day the truck <laughs> sitting out there and he's like yeah i drove it he goes it gets 15 16 miles to the gallon he's like you know i don't care it's fun it's it, awesome it, it's fun it's a little loose in the rain i'll tell you right now that was one of the other big questions was can this truck hook up or 
can this truck hook up? Can this truck actually hook up on the street? Uh, we're gonna go test that right now. So we have the regular street tires on it. It's probably 35, 40 degrees outside today. Uh, we have not prepped the tires or prepped the road or anything nuts like that. This is literally just us. We jumped in it, fired it up, let it idle for a minute, took it out for a spin. So Chris, why don't you take this next right here? Uh, same as we did in the Scottsdale. We'll see what this thing can do. Probably shouldn't say this, but I think this camera's dead. <laughs> the red light's not blinking and there is no more time running. It's staying at 1434, so. Thanks, producer Radio Rich. Easy. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> that thing is rowdy. Oh. Guys, you want to keep in mind something. The truck does do really well on the street. However, it is a 37 degree day. We are on a, a cold pavement, cold street tire right now. Um, considering we're in like an 800 horse tune and literally stabbed it from 10 miles an hour, it did well. Yeah, absolutely. We, we definitely felt it get squirrely a little bit there uh, just for a second as it kind of comes back into the power band or comes out of that peak power band. Um, but man, this thing, it, it throws you. It throws you into the seat. Um, and I want to talk a little bit about the turbocharger and what makes it capable to make this type of power. So there's a lot of different ways to make power on different turbo applications. This is a really streetable, streetable setup. It, it's quick to get into its power band. It's quick to get up into boost. It, you don't have that, that nuisance of lag down low. You don't have that delay to where you have to tread lightly on driving the truck with low throttle inputs without smoking out an intersection. Like the truck has very tame street manners. Yeah, So absolutely. So let's go through the build a little bit yeah. here. You know, let's, let's start from the foundation. Um, again, LB7 Duramax, uh, fully built bottom end, you know, stock heads. Uh, I don't know, I'm not sure on the cam guys, to be honest with you. Well, it's got an alternate firing order cam, okay. yeah, for sure. This is right when we started doing those. Okay, the alternate yeah, so this, cams. this runs the alternate firing order cam, uh, the big twin kit. It's also kind of interesting, this was not a 1500 short bed with a Duramax stuffed into it. No, it's funny because he actually bought like a service bed truck. It yeah. had an ugly brown box on it. was on awful. It, and the truck sat in front of a shop for like a year and a half. And I'm like, what the hell are you doing with this thing? He's like, don't you wait, you know, don't, yeah. don't you worry. Just wait, see what happens and well we're driving the product like i said of that so it's really cool so yeah I, I assume two and a half feet or so taken out of the uh, frame to be able to fit the bed um even the bed itself he had to hunt down and find yeah. the right bed and paint it and all of that brad obviously does a lot of paint work and body work so that wasn't too hard for him um some of the other stuff you you don't really think about is like he still has a full interior but we still have the full stock seats we still have a normal dash um and then when chris hits the throttle just have this amazing screaming of the turbos and that going was on. Throttle, I just while the while you can feel the exhaust rumbling at your feet, like literally, the turbos screaming in your ear and whistling while the exhaust is rumbling at and, your toes. And there's a bubble nose LV7 behind us. I right. just want to point out, and he's trying to get up to us, right? Like this truck is effortless, effortless to say the least. It gets into its power band. It just wants to go. Yeah. What I love about this truck, the last time I drove it, is the four-link setup. This truck wants to destroy the pavement. It feels like the pavement's getting ripped apart. Like, <laughs> this thing just digs and just wants to move forward. It really is a feeling you have to experience for yourself. Absolutely. No, it, it is wild, man. It's got that, it's got that grab and go for sure. Um, 
it also it doesn't feel super stiff you know you're no. not bouncing all over inside the cab here you can see like we can still have a normal conversation and you know our eyes aren't cross-eyed after getting out of it which <laughs> we are for the right reasons right you know? <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, even some of the basics, like the the heat still works yeah. to some extent. Um, you know, it's to not freezing in here. <laughs> it's an LB7, right? The heat was never yeah. great in your LB7. But uh, no, um, it, it, it is wild because like we keep saying, is like twin kits always feel like they have this constant pull. You know, like pretty much stocker S475 or, you know, a big 67 110 kit. It really doesn't matter. The, once you get up and get your turbos moving, a twin kit feels like you could run for a hundred miles yeah, and always it's, keep accelerating. Just screaming. <laughs> I just want to point out too, you know, the size of the injector, considering how well it does drive. Like, oh. Again, this is—it's not even forty degrees out, guys. It, yeah, it's cool. Yeah, it used to be with two hundred and fifty percent injectors. We tell guys like that's a competition-only yeah. injector. You I know, you really are going to be hunters. in a race truck. Yeah. You know, years ago, I know yeah. we're going to get critiqued for saying that, but anyone. <laughs> Think about it, go back to the roots, man. 100 overs were a there was a time. Yep. Yeah, there, there was a time when that was real and, and that was the limit. Now as tuning is advanced and parts have advanced and technology and mapping and all of that is advanced, it's really something that we can make it streetable. Um, Nick has put a lot of time into dynoing this. I know he doesn't really talk about like how many hours go into a single truck like this where it was one of the first builds that had all of these things combined together. Uh, but I mean, it was, was at our shop for a while, man. It took a while to dial it in. This was one of the test turbos. We didn't know what it was going to do with yeah. this setup. This was the first 67.7 precision setup. Well, actually, and I, I remember we were going to get the standard S591 yep. and go with an S591, but they were three months on back order yep. at the time. And for the same price, we could get a precision 110. It wasn't that journal bearing or ball bearing or billet wheel right. or cast wheel or any of the other or things. the actual size i mean i yeah. know this was a little bit bigger but but that was that not the motivator yeah no th this was about availability at the time this we had to get the job done nick i gotta run nines <laughs> what the fuck let's do this because this truck's had multiple kits this had a stocker 75 yep a still 64 generation one over an s480 yep. and then it went into this so yeah he's had a couple kits on here but he jumped to the big boy kit big boy kit <laughs> little truck Big boy, we'll call it the chill. All right, I like it. Uh, we're obviously out in farm country, guys, so bear with us as we get stuck behind. Uh, Harvest is amongst us. He's out doing tillage. Yeah, he's, he's a little thing. bit past, past. But yeah, yeah. At Same any thing. rate, they're out ripping. So as soon as uh, Fruins get let us get around them here, we'll uh, we'll get out and put some put some tire down on the pavement. What a gentleman. Yeah, he's, he's a good pulling guy. off to the side for us. I'm pretty sure we tuned this tractor too. I know we tuned this tractor. Oh, oh. oh, he was just stopping for the semi because he's on his <laughs> dime, all right? Like, hey, I got you. Go on now. Peek out there, Chris. Oh, oh. That is the 9620 we tuned. Great tractor. We do ag tuning, guys. Combines, <laughs> sprayers, tractors, you name it. All right, I'm done with that. <laughs> Let's uh, hook a right here. I guess you're gonna want to drive this thing. Yeah, yeah. I figured we'll go down and let you start heading back, and I'll drive her back. Go ahead, get on it, Chris. Let's see what it can do. All right. So I'm quarter throttle, half throttle, Jeez. full throttle. 100 miles an hour, like that. Like. You guys will hear in the video, the tires broke loose for a split second. I did not let off the throttle. 
the truck corrected and dug. Yeah. Okay. We don't have even pavement here. There's some cracks in the road. So I'm going to make that uh, the reason as to why that did that. Yeah. I mean, a good chirp out of them, I'm, I'm really not too worried about either. Running an OD fuel tune with this yeah. much horsepower, you know, it'll happen. And this transmission just shifts like a dream, too. I it just really does. Can it we just say well. how smooth yeah. this is? Um, we've gotten into things like the Scottsdale where it felt like a sledgehammer. Oh, I don't want to say a sledgehammer hit. It yeah. felt... Nick, aggressive yeah nick 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 ironed that out he yeah was like, dude i got you he was like there was some quirks we got it ironed out yep. he was not expecting us to take the truck on that day. right like, that was our dude, right <laughs> so we're gonna pull over up here paul and i are gonna swap seats uh yeah take the adamson oh right on the rocks too just do it don't worry we know a good body guy <laughs> we know a body guy <laughs> I feel it's easier to get in this side than that it side. It is. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. All right, guys, Paul in the driver's seat. Look out. You literally, there is never a time in this truck that you are on the road and need to be above about 20% no, throttle. I'd say 30, 35% if you need to get away from someone. Like like I said, this truck is really responsive. It, it's so crazy. It lights so quick. We've gotten into a bunch of big turbo trucks. And like Chris, I think you and I are both on that same page of like, we really, really like quick spooling. We right. really like that stock style, low end power, right? I to feel where it comes like on fast. I can talk about myself here. My first diesel, it was a big turbo. I really liked the delay. And then when it hit, man, it was hold the hell on. And then you start to realize like, that's not efficient. So it's making power for a broader RPM window. That's going to be the fastest vehicle possible. And that's what this is. From a roll, from a standstill, um, you get a quick puff of smoke out the back, and then it, clears it, right up. it just clears up immediately. It is absolutely phenomenal to uh, to just just putz around in this thing, you know? I mean, we're talking a thousand plus horsepower truck that runs consistent nine second quarter miles and gets mid-teens yeah. fuel economy-wise. Like, yeah. find me a car that, that does And that's that. also with Brett driving. Yeah. You, have you seen Brett driving around town? Aggressive. He's aggressive. <laughs> aggressive. Like, I'm going to take this thing rallying. This thing would be sick. <laughs> Or road racing, like, they, yeah. like this thing's light enough and it's low to the ground. I'll tell you this right now. I just, I just touched the brakes for the first time there, guys. Um, they don't, they don't feel like there's a ton of grab in the brakes. No. And, and I'm not knocking the truck or the build. It's a stock brake setup, yeah. right? But um, I mean, you know, little things it, like the that. The factory didn't design it to do this. No, exactly. That's what I was just gonna say. It's little things like that. Like they're not accounted for when we talk about how badass this truck is. We do want it to stop, and it stops fine. I'm going through some S curves now, and. I can putz around, I can stay light on the throttle, it and I can just the roads. move it through. It yeah. hugs the roads. No, it does. Road um, race truck. The steering in it, like there's not like a ton of play this or is not, something. For an LB7, like, you know, nowadays LB7s are plagued almost next in line to like an old school Cummins, you yeah. know? Oh. This thing's nice and tight. I, I would go 140 in this thing. Yeah. Yeah, at the strip with a helmet on, I would do 140 in this thing. But do a window liquor. <laughs> Basically, Paul wants to wear a helmet in here right now. I, it's, simple as I'm that. telling you, man. I don't know if it's since I had a kid that I just grew a giant pussy, but um, it is. It is a different sensation when you go to stand on this thing compared to when you're in the passenger seat and somebody stands on this thing. Like I might tell you, easy as I see you edging towards the gravel yeah. on the side of the road, but um, I trust. 
I trust you driving it, right? Yeah. Me driving it, I'm like, well, I'm an idiot. Like, I, I could do anything stupid. And like, just like that, the tire broke, like you heard a little chirp and then it grabbed and then the car, the truck just does this because it's hooking so hard. It just pulls you right back in yeah. line, man. This is, watching this thing launch at the track, I really, I accounted it to the slicks. Like I really was one of those guys who was like, yeah, he's got slicks on it. He did a good burnout. They're hooking up, you know, like it was, it was such a nasty launch to see. Um, however, like on the street with street tires, it feels the same, man. It feels like it just, it doesn't have like, okay, in the, um, in the Scottsdale, you remember like you would hit that throttle and you would feel that whole truck drop back on those leaf springs, right? Like this is a really good it job. Sag. It allows it to drop, to let the back end sit down and just pull and your momentum goes forward. Like, yeah. One of the guys at the shop, we had taken this truck out on like an 85 degree day in the summer and we took it out on one of the back roads and just got on it. Brett was like, hey, take the keys, run it. Tell me what you think. And that's what I was talking about. It felt like the ground was breaking, you know? Like, <laughs> like this rear end's taking and taking some beating because there is no give. It just goes. It's eating the pavement. It's eating. She's a pavement eater. <laughs> pavement eater. Oh. I, I can't even think of how you drive this truck angry. Like, to be honest with you, like, you can't. I could never have road rage in this truck. I could never swear at another driver. Like, every time I hit the throttle, it, it, it literally just plasters a smile on my face. And what's really cool, too, I want to point out is, like, that truck just now, you that pole, you were 30, 35%. Nothing. No smoke. Yeah. So when I talk about streetability, it's not only spool up, but it's talking about smoke output. Does the truck bellow smoke when you full floor it? from a standstill, yes. You'll see in the video when Brett was at the track, tune five, max effort, going down the track, little bit of smoke down low, it all cleared up the majority of the way down the track. Yep. Same on the street, you know, we are running in tune four right now. We are aggressively driving the truck. And if you're light on the throttle, you know, like again, that, 40%, 35%, there is nothing. You have to really get aggressive to make the truck smoke. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely correct. Uh, phenomenal job. It's such smooth power transition yep. from light to heavy throttle too. It's not like you were talking about with like those big turbos where you're waiting, waiting, yep. waiting, and it hits and, it and hits then you're not expecting it, yep. you know? Um, this just, uh, again, that pedal just feels like it's endless. Like I could never run out of floor space, you know? There's there's no other way to describe it. A it home is. run across the board. Yeah. And as I'm doing some of these, we're on some back roads here, so we're on some short straights and then some quick turns and just kind of trying to give it that full mix of driving for you guys to let you kind of see this is how it responds. I'm way harder on the throttle now. This thing, I'm, I literally can't get to the floor. Um, <laughs> I, 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 I talk so long and it takes me so long to get a sentence out because you know, you know it, it feels is like? just exhilarating. You know what it feels like when an airplane takes off? Yes! And it starts going and then it slowly <laughs> goes up. That's what this thing feels like. <laughs> It just goes. Oh my God. Oh we're gonna label God. the Tune 5 to the moon. That's what we're gonna label <laughs> Tune 5. Oh, if it sounds like a jet and feels like a jet, are it's you a in jet. a jet? Yeah. Like It's a jet. <laughs> uh, problems, what are the problems of this truck, Chris? What was the drawbacks? I wouldn't tow with it. I would, I no. would not tow with this, no. That's not what it was designed to do. Paul's getting happy. Paul is loving it. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know if you guys will pick up the audio of the sound of the truck or the whistles in, in the podcast version of this. I certainly hope we get it in the, the in precision the video. charger once it lights. Game fucking over, man. <laughs> it is a unique sound to say the least. Absolutely. Um, 
Yeah. But it, let's talk about all the shortcomings, right? It's a regular cab. It's a regular cab. It's a cab. short bed. I mean, you can't put much in there. So if you owned a landscape company, it probably wouldn't be the best thing for you. This is not a work truck. Nope. Not, not a work truck. Um, yeah, I wouldn't tow with it. You, you have very little cab space. The, the half cage, um, it is a little awkward to get in and out of. As you guys can tell, I'm a little round, so you know it's one of those things you gotta you gotta maneuver. Yeah, you know? it's, well, it's, I'm, I'm even getting to that tall. age where yeah. I gotta I gotta stretch. Uh, Brett's like fucking seven feet tall, and yeah, he fits he inside he like the cab. Midget. He does. When I, when I talk to Brett, I gotta go like this. I gotta look up. <laughs> Straight looking up. Um, yeah, it's, it's so like those little things. Like, are you thinking about doing one of these builds? Is it is it a practical daily driver for you? Probably not. No. Like the most average, normal person out there, no, you you probably don't want to build I mean, this for your daily let's drive. Let's point a couple things out here after you get on it. Jesus. Okay. Fuck yeah. And there's a hill up here. Let's just <laughs> let's just hit it. So a couple things I want to point out. You're not going to build a truck like this overnight. This took Brett a couple years. Granted, he's a perfectionist, but I would say overall, I mean, this is a year out build. I would say. Um, and this is not a daily driver. Uh, you don't want to tow with this. Uh, it's it's a fun toy, right? Yeah. And let's talk about dollar amounts. What would it cost on average to duplicate something like this? A lot. A you bigger know? number than I think most, at least most of the guys that I talk to want to put out yeah. there. Now, if you're doing it at home and you can shorten a frame at home and you can source a bed, let's not even throw paint into it because he's got an advantage yeah. there, right? So throw the body work out that like Brett obviously had an, an upper hand in doing. Um, I mean, I just want to, where I'm going with this is, this is an expensive build, you know, this is a unique one-off. Yes, there's guys out there that have two-wheel drive shorty conversions, still running leaf springs. There's guys out there that have a four-link suspension, okay? There's guys out there with four-wheel drive regular cabs or crew cabs that have built motors. But Brett trusted us yeah. to take out a unique, almost a one-of-a-kind vehicle. I, I have not seen anybody else in this horsepower range. Would you do that? I wouldn't give you my no, truck. I wouldn't no, give you I wouldn't my give I wouldn't that. give you my wife's Nissan. Get out of here. I've done these that, videos with you. That was insulting. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the whole time I just want to point out we have definitely only driven the speed limit. <laughs> <laughs> We're in Mexico. <laughs> we are in Mexico. God, we should go find a street race. <laughs> oh. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Yeah. Brett wouldn't mind. No. Oh. Um, Busted by the cops, beat a Z06. <laughs> no, this is this has definitely been a, a lot of fun. I, I can't say, you know, how happy we are to be able to get a chance or an opportunity to drive this truck. Or, We're pretty or lucky. Just to bang around in this thing. Really, usually, Chris, you and I are, are so used to interviewing guys and yep. talking about their trucks. It was nice to let Rich interview somebody. Yeah. We went out and got to drive it. He did the legwork. We got to skip out of work an hour early and have fun. And yeah, like Home run. literally just go out and have fun. I, I do want to say. I am, I'm going to go to the casino. <laughs> I do want to say thank you to our sponsors for making this show possible. Yeah, thank, thank you to you our, our listeners and, and all of our viewers. Um, you know, without you guys, we wouldn't have the sponsors. And without the sponsors, this episode would have yeah. never happened. I mean, and, uh, another shout out regarding the sponsors. This is a true testament. Whirly Custom Fab, Exergy, they've had their hands in this build. Absolutely. This truck has been at Whirly's before. Exergy, multiple sets oh, of their injectors and pumps have been on this truck. Yep. So thank you to you guys. And I know Brett really appreciates it as well. So. Absolutely. Parts have been sourced for Alligator, yep. from Alligator for this truck. Uh, so our sponsors are directly involved in this build as well. Uh, it has been a, an absolute pleasure to drive this thing. Thank you guys so much for watching. I'm Paul Wilson. And I'm Chris Emke. Have a great night.
Calibrated Power Solutions, the leading North American developer of clean diesel power and home of DuramaxTuner.com, is the proud sponsor of the Diesel Performance Podcast. Calibrated Power develops emissions-equipped calibrations for a wide variety of diesel powertrains, including the Duramax, Cummins, Jeep, John Deere, and many more. For more information and the best customer service in the industry, check out CalibratedPower.com or call 815-568-7920. That's 815-568-7920. If you'd like to contact the Diesel Performance Podcast, send us a message through Facebook or email paul at DuramaxTuner.com or Chris at C-E-H-M-K-E at DuramaxTuner.com. You can also reach him by phone. Chris's extension is 2121. Paul's is 2122. Uh, we're obviously out in farm country, guys, so bear with us as we get stuck behind... Uh, Harvest is amongst us. He's out doing tillage, yeah. He's, he's a little thing. bit past past but yeah yeah at any rate they're out ripping so as soon as uh fruins get let us get around them here we'll uh we'll get out and put some put some tire down on the pavement what a gentleman yeah he's, he's a good pulling guy. off to the side for us i'm pretty sure we tuned this tractor too i know we tuned Solid. this tractor oh, oh. oh he was just stopping for the semi because he's on <laughs> his dime all right like hey i got you 